So in the parsha we have the um, Klal begin to travel from really Har Sinai towards Eretz Yisrael, and one of the first struggles that comes up with Klal Yisrael traveling towards Eretz Yisrael is the Jewish people's um, issues with mon, with the mon. That's where they were surviving on. That's where they're living on, and they didn't seem to have any issues with the mon. All of a sudden, as they're traveling to Eretz Yisrael. They begin to have a taiva, they begin to complain about them on, they want to have real food, they want to have meat, they want to have uh, bread and so on, human food. And they have an issue with, with the man. And the pastor then goes on to talk about how amazing the man is, they didn't appreciate the gift of the man. So no, so it must be that if at that time, if Kali Yisrael initially getting to Eretz Yisrael, the first obstacle, the first mania that stood between them and Eretz Yisrael was this inning of appreciating the man. So it must be. That, that is also the first obstacle between us and Eretz Yisrael, between us and Gula, us and Mashiach, is appreciating the man, understanding what the man is. So let's take a few minutes to learn about the man, to appreciate the man. If we appreciate the man, it'll be a way for us to get to our Eretz Yisrael, you know? So you know, the Rishonim bring down a very interesting shita from Rav Sajigayin. It's a couple from Rav Sajigayin like this. You know, the Gemara talks about, let's say you have a guy that like, you know, gets shipwrecked, wakes up on a desert island, doesn't know what day it is. So how does he calculate Shabbos? So Sajigan talks about a different type of case. Well, let's say you have a whole community. They know what Shabbos is, but they lose track of the Parsha the Sashuli. They lose track of what you're supposed to lane on Shabbos. So come Shabbos morning, you have to lane. But they don't know what to lane, they don't know what Parsha it is. So Sajigan, there's a couple from Sajigan that he said that in such a situation, they should lane the Parsha of the month. Should the Parsha of the month. That's what he said. Why? Okay, so the truth is, in the parsha of the Mon, in parsha of Shalach, so it, there's Shabbos related to that, right? Because it says over there that Hashem gave them Mon, and all of a sudden, every day they get a portion of Mon. Comes Friday, they get two portions. They come to Moshe, what's going on? Moshe says, oh, because Shabbos, tomorrow's Shabbos, and the Mon's not going to fall on Shabbos. Why not? Because you're not going to be able to carry on Shabbos. Oh, so Hilcha Shabbos. Okay, so we lay in parsha's Mon. The problem is, it says, it talks about Shabbos all over the place. So, there's tons of places that you can pick the positive talking about Shabbos. If Rasadjugan is saying that such a matzah or the kihila, the tzibur doesn't know what it is, you have to pick parashat Amun, so it must be that, yeah, there's a connection to Shabbos there, but it must be much deeper than that, that the Mun itself is telling us something about the kishkas of Shabbos. So, so what is that? So, share with you a tar that we have from Lubavitcher Rabbi. He said this in one of his uh, sikhas once. He said like this. So what's the difference between regular human food and the man? So things like this. When it comes to regular food, so it could be a piece of chicken in front of you, a piece of meat, uh, corn, drinks, whatever the case may be. It starts off as whatever it is, and then you eat it, and then it changes. It becomes part of you. So start off as a piece of chicken, and then it becomes a piece of you. Start off as a soda, and then it becomes a piece of you. That's the way it is. And obviously, because of that, so it'll have an effect on you. So if you eat something healthy, and it'll make you healthier. Eat something not so healthy, a little bit less. Whatever it is, it changes based on the environment that it's now in. So until now, it was its own environment of chicken. Now it's in the environment of your gut, and it becomes part of you. That's the way it is. It changes. Not only is that true for food, in a, in a, in a larger scale, that's true with all things. Everything comes from Shemaim. Everything comes from the Rabbanu Shalom's place. Everything starts off in Ruchnias. And then as it goes down the ladder, right, and it comes into our territory, it's what happens to it, it becomes Gashmi. That's the way it is. That's how food works, that's how everything works. 
one exception. That's the man. The man is the one mitzias that everything starts off in Ruchdis. But the Chiddush of the man is that even when it wakes, makes its way down here to planet Earth, it still is man. It's still Ruchni. It means that the man means, regardless of the environment that's surrounding it, it's going to be what it, what, what it always is. It doesn't care about its environment. It doesn't mind being in an environment that's the opposite of it. It can be surrounded by Gashmias, but in itself is still a shtik ruchni. It goes from Shemaim and it comes to Aretz, but even when it's in Aretz, it's still, it's still in tune and it's still uh, connected to its Metzias, which is Shemaim dik. Not only is this true with the actual piece of man, but even when the man enters the Jewish people, when they ate the man, Salamashal, in this expression, it talks about how some people got the man on the front door, right? Some people had to walk a little bit. Some people had to walk a far distance. If you're a tzaddik, you got it right away, right? If you're a Bainani, so you have to walk a little bit. If you're a Russia, then you have to walk a large distance. That means that a person could be a Russia and eat the man. Like, if, if the man, and it still is man. It means if you think about it, like, usually, if, if heaven comes to earth, then something has to give. Either the earth becomes heaven, or the heaven becomes earth. But over here, you have the belly of a Russia, you have the body of a Russia that's ingesting man, and the man's still man. Slowly but surely, it'll uplift the Russia and it'll change him into a tzaddik, but it doesn't mind being in an environment that's the opposite of it. It still retains its mitzvahs. That's man, and that is Shabbos. See, what's Shabbos? Shabbos is, is one day of the week, the seventh day of the week, the Rabbanu Shalom decides to bring heaven to earth. But you know what happens? Earth still is earth. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, Shabbos is men oil haba. But it's not oil haba, right? It's an oil haza. So how is it men oil haba? So usually if oil haba comes to oil haza, then it becomes oil haza. Or oil haza becomes oil haba. The Chiddush of Shabbos is, no. It's oil haza. Chant, kugel, sleeping, everything that goes on on Shabbos. But it's men oil haba. At the same time, those same inyanim, which until that point are mamish zvarm gashmi completely insignificant, become dvar malyon and they, they're they're saturated with elokos despite the fact that they're still dvar gashmi, and that's not a stira. That's why the avoid of Shabbos Shabbos doesn't mind if you're erev Shabbos and if your matzah Shabbos is not Shabbos. Do you understand? Like it doesn't mind because as, all the avoid of Shabbos, like I mentioned this all the time, the avoid of Shabbos is just to be a kavul Shabbos. Don't get in the way, allow Shabbos into your life. When Shabbos is in, it comes into your life, it doesn't mind if the environment that it's now in is not really Shabbos thick. So the person doesn't have to be a tzaddik to have a Shabbos. Adaraba, if, if a person's thinking that they have to earn Shabbos, then that's not what Shabbos is. Shabbos is something that you have to receive, you have to be makabal. And when Shabbos comes into your life, it doesn't mind the, 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 the contradiction. It doesn't mind the complexity. It doesn't mind being in the belly of a Russia. It's like man. Shabbos is man. That's why, that's why, you know, Chazal say that, that when Adam, after the Rabbanu Shalom had a whole conversation with Cain, after he killed Hevel, so Adam meets Cain, and Adam says to him, what happened to the Dintar, what was the Psaq? So Kayan says, Asisi tshuva, I did tshuva, Venus Basharati, me the Rosh made a Pesharu, made a, a compromise. Really, I should have been killed. I did a shtickle tshuva, so Rosh was fine, you know what, I'm in the middle, Golas. So, so Adam says, oh, kachi, kachi, shuva, that's what tshuva can do. Ilya said, Amamish didn't know. 
Pasach Omer, and he immediately begins to say the capital tell him Mizmer Shil Yom Shabbos. What does Shabbos have to do with that story? The answer is, what, is it, what was Kain saying? Asisi Chua, I did Shuva, Vinis Pashar, made a Pshara. What's a Pshara? Pshara means that a little bit of your side, a little bit of my side, and we'll handle the contradiction. Because usually we think of a black and white, either you're a Tzaddik or you're a Rasha, finished. But the whole Chiddush of Kain over there was, my Chuva's not complete. I'm still <coughs> messed up. But in that situation of a Rasha, I could still have a Shtikol Man. That is Shabbos. When her, therefore, Adam says, Mizmar Shiliyama Shabbos. Shabbos is soyvil. Shabbos tolerates contradiction. A person can be, it doesn't matter what you are, Shabbos is an opportunity to receive something greater than you, which doesn't necessarily have to, it doesn't, it doesn't require a complete overall of who you are to receive it. Mun doesn't mind being eaten by Russia, it'll still be Mun. But slowly but surely, when a Russia eats months, slowly but surely you build up enough money in your system. And slowly but surely it seeps into the blood system and you become an elevated person. Chazal said the Jewish people can only receive the Torah because they ate the month. So you get, you get money, you get Shabbos, and you don't even, the person doesn't deserve it, you just open yourself up to it, and slowly but surely it has an effect. So it says of Sajjika, you're not sure what Parsha Sashavu it is? Laying the month. Because month is Shabbos. So you end up with a quick story. You know, today, what was today? Today was Thursday. It wasn't Stama Thursday. Today was a yard site of Bit Sadik. Who knows what's, what, what was today's yard site? You, know, you don't have to know. It's a little bit obscure. Reviron of Karlin. The Karliner. So, you know, everyone knows that the Karlin, stolen Karliner, Reviron of Karlin, was, was a Bit Sadik, but he was known, and his Indian in the world was to bring a Chiddush of davening, a davening by, by Stalin, like screaming, screaming, you know? Someone once asked the Karliner, he said, why do you scream by davening so much? So the Kalina took his hand and gave him a pinch. And I said, ow. So he's like, why are you, why are you screaming? He said, because it hurt. So we're in pain. We also scream. So the Maisa goes like this. <clears throat> the Karlina, the Baron of Kalina, once found himself visiting a different town. He was traveling. And his, his minig was that any town that he, would, that he would go to, any new city he would go to, the first thing he would do, he would go to the Rav and give shalom to the Rav. So the Karlina goes to this town. It wasn't a Hasidish town. It wasn't a Misnagdish town, but it was, you know. So he goes, he asks around where the Rav's house is. So he goes and he knocks on the door of the Rav. And the Rebbitzin opens the door. Yes, I'm here. You know, my name is Aaron of Karlin. You know, the whole entourage. And uh, I'm here to give shalom for the Rav. I'm here for just a little bit, but I wanted to give shalom. So she says, you know, my husband's not around. He'll be back a little bit later today. Aaron says, you know, okay, the truth is we're, on, we're really just passing through. We have to go. But if you don't mind giving the shalom to the Rav, when your husband comes home, tell him that Aaron of Karlin came just to give shalom. Fine. So a few hours later, the Rav comes home, and his wife says, you know, earlier there was a Hasidish Rebbe that came by. So it doesn't happen all the time. So the Rav says, who, who, who was he? So she says that he said his name was Aaron of Karlin. He wanted to give a shalom. Of Aaron of Karlin, he came to give a shalom to me. So he quickly runs out, gets in his wagon, tries to track him down. Eventually finds Rav Aaron, and uh, he says, oh, Rebbe, I'm so, I'm so appreciative that you came. Please give me a bracha. He gets a bracha. Okay, fine. So... The Rav, his Talmidim, not Chassidim, but his Talmidim, asked him, you know, Rabbi, why, why, okay, well, he's a tzaddik, Ravarin is a tzaddik, but the fact that you went out to go look for him, like, what's, so he said, I'll tell you, Maisa, he said, remember last year, last year I was sick, he said, yeah, so I was, he was very sick, evidently, this Rav, and he was actually in a coma for a few days, and then he got up, and Baruch Hashem was able to recover, 
So the Rosh said, I never told you what happened when I was under, you know. He said, during those three days, this is what happened. I saw myself in Bezim Shemayla. His mom was done. And they're going through my records, my, you know, files and everything. And the Malachim are standing there and I'm standing there. And they ask me, you know, uh, Rabbi so-and-so, you know how to learn? So, so, so I said, I know how to learn. So they look in the files, he's like, okay, knows how to learn. And then they ask me, no, Rabbi so-and-so, you know how to daven? So he's like, yeah, I know how to daven. They look in his foot, no, you don't know how to daven. So I don't know how to daven. Baruch Shomer, Asher, I know how to daven. I said, no, you think that's davening, it's not davening. So then I said to them, no, so show me davening. I said, you want to see davening? We'll show you davening. So they bring him, you know, to a base medrash, and he says, as I'm walking towards the base medrash, the whole place is shaking. Mom is shaking from some noise. I never heard such a thing in my life, a rash. And they open the door, and it's Carlene, and their mom is screaming. The people are, you know, they say in, in Carlene that on the walls of the base medrash, the walls of the shul, there was like specks of blood from the screaming that people were doing just on a Tuesday, you know? Their mom is davening like this, and the whole place is mom is going crazy from the noise of davening. And then I noticed that of all the people that are davening, there's the chazan. The chazan's mom is like 10 times deeper than everyone else in the base medrash, and he's leading the whole thing. So he asked the malachim, Who's the, wh- 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 where is this? They said, this is Karlin. And they asked him, so who's, who's the chazan over there? I said, who's the chazan? That's Ravarna Gadol of Karlin. And with that, I woke up. And so I always was curious, like, the face that I saw in that chazan is a talk of the Karlin. You know, was this all my imagination? Is this real? You know, because I, I never saw the Karlin. And then when he came to give Sean to my house, I had to go see, is that the Karlin, talk that I saw in my dream? And it was him. It was him. So this mice started spreading around, you know, went viral, whatever. And the Karlin heard about the mice. The chassidim heard about it. And so when they said this mice over to the Karliner, the Karliner smiled and he said, that Rav, he's mamish like a carrot. He's mamish like a carrot. So what are you talking about? He's like a carrot. He said, a carrot comes from the ground, yeah? And you could dice it, you could slice it, you could put it in chicken soup, you could do whatever you want with it, but a carrot for it is a carrot. So he said, this, this Rav, he saw in Shemai what davening is like, he saw it is, and he's still not a chassid of mine. He's like, well, a carrot is a carrot, what are you supposed to do, you know? So it's a horrible story, right? So, so you have to be mom to this story. So it's not true. He didn't become a Karlin Chassid. But you know what the Madraig is? That is just, uh, you know, a Litvish, uh, maybe even Mestanakish, but he saw the Karliner. That's also a Madraig. So he didn't become, he didn't become Kulay Karlin, Kulay Stalin. But he saw Karliner. He's a Shaykhist to Karlin. Karlin was in his belly, it's in his gut. Okay. It's only a matter of time till you know the next life he becomes the Karlina Chassid, something like that. That's what Shabbos says. You talk, it could be a carrot. It could be a carrot. But even a carrot can, you know, you could at least, you, you know, you could, you could have the bleus of chicken soup in it. You know, you have the tom of chicken soup in the carrot. Carrots for it to carrot, but it could still be something. You could have other things in it too. That's the side. That's the side of Shabbos. That's the side of the month. Whatever you are, just be makabel Shabbos. You know, you should be zaycha together. Makabel Shabbos properly. As one chaver, as one kila, as one kaiyus, as one big mishpach, and with that, should be ushered in mamish the shabbos of all shabbos. It's called tzedek. May it remain with me. Amen. 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 Amen.